Welcome to episode 55-ish of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and I want to thank you for joining me here today because we're going to be talking about a test that I've... Well, it's been a year-long test, but this is kind of like stage two of the test where I go in and improve something that has been working, but I want it to work better. And so the question first that you may have, if you've been online looking at what other people are doing, which is what we all do, is do free samples work? Free samples can be in the form of a free course. It can be in the form of free chapter, free sample, free product, maybe free mini product, maybe um, maybe like a trial period. Regardless, today I'm going to talk specifically about a free course uh, that is actually a sample of a program that I offer. And I'm going to talk about some of the results I've gotten, some of the things that I'm doing now to get better results, and also encourage you to make your own. But these courses... First of all, I just want to say right off the bat that I think free courses are amazing, but they have to be done the right way and you have to be willing to to attach them at all times to something you're selling. I think too many free courses leading nowhere don't do you any good whatsoever. So when you're listening listening to this episode today, I want to encourage you to think about a product you have first, not a cool free course first. So think of a product that you could make something for or pull something out of in order to sell more of that thing. Whether it's maybe you have a sample uh, course that leads up to your one-on-one coaching or your group coaching program or your signature programs or your, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. So I want to encourage you today to think about making those, but I don't want you to think cool core, cool free course first. I want you to think about what you're selling first, because I want you to think about where the profit is going to come from so that you can kind of, um, step backwards from the course and figure out what people need and what people want to learn and understand about the course or whatever it is you're selling. But in this case, I'm just going to keep saying course because that's what I did. So let me give you a little bit of the history of this, though you can read it. I did do a blog post about it and I will put that in the show notes. You can go check it out though. I think it's ansamolove.com forward slash give-a-free-sample. So go check that out. But the launch walkthrough is my standalone self-paced course that provides a roadmap and launch and to-do list for your upcoming launch. Your product launch, a service launch, maybe a blog post launch. I'm not a blog post launch, but a blog launch or a website launch. And the course delivers that roadmap and to-do list in a few different ways. So with a few different media. So essentially it's for someone who can't really afford a project manager or doesn't want to hire one for whatever reason. It could be money reasons. It could be other reasons. Um, also it is perfect for someone on a launch team because as we, as those of us who have either managed launch teams or worked in any capacity on those teams, 
it's important that everybody's hands are on deck and able to kind of think through the launch. So I encourage you, if you're on a team and you know you're going to be launching soon, if you want to be a superstar launcher, my goodness, get in this course and and just start it up right before you plan on being part of whatever launch you're being part of. Um, so since the core part of the course is delivered via email, like one of the formats is email, I decided to create a sample series of emails. So people get a free week inside the course. And you can read about that over on the blog and even sign up for the sample too. It's still live because it still works. And I set this up over like about a year ago, like maybe June, yeah, um, last year with the help of a training program training that I was doing with Amy Porterfield. And the reason why is because I wanted to create something where I could set up Facebook ads and then turn those Facebook, you know, bring in new leads to the business and then give them the sample and then perhaps convert them into customers. And it's been doing a great six to 8% conversion, which I think is great because with very little, like I pretty much just set it up and, and then throughout the year, I did a few timed promotions. So of course you may not know this, but you may not have guessed this, but maybe you have, which ones did better? Well, the, because that, that series has been going the whole time, you know, it doesn't get as much traffic as when you do the Facebook ads. And for me, in order to make those Facebook ads worthwhile, I wanted to make sure that there was enough scarcity and enough reason incentive for someone to pull the trigger to, to hit click buy. So when I did those timed promotions and I used Facebook, bam, knocked it out of the park. The conversions were even higher. So Deadlines, just remember, deadlines do help people make decisions. If you've got a large audience, and this is something I recently was talking about with someone, but if you've got a large audience and you have enough of these ways to drive them into the sequence, you might have better better kind of overall results. But I always, even those people, if even if they've got something available all the time, I can guarantee you that their promotions are way, their launches are way better when, when there's timed things going on. There's a deadline and maybe there's a bonus or some other incentive. So at the time, and just to kind of go back, this has really been the, the, the environment for the last year that in addition to those deadlines, I also offered three packages and I literally just removed those from the 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 sales page and everything. You could choose three different levels, ebook, e-course, whole enchilada, you know, which included every format to get it into your to get it into your head. So all of that was working okay, like I said, but not great. I wasn't like overly, oh my gosh, this is the greatest product ever. This is the greatest, this is doing the best financially ever for me. This is such a huge revenue stream. Um no, usually the best sales conversions had happened when there was a bunch of traffic there, like I said, from Facebook and there was a timed promotion and I was able to kind of uh, tie that into my content strategy too on the blog. But the timed deadline was a biggie. So recently after Fearless Launching ended, I decided that I, well, I'd already planned on going back in 
you know, just seeing what needed to happen so that this sequence, like I knew timed promotions would work. And I actually just found out that they do work still, but I knew that those would work. So I knew the offer itself was a solid one because if that's working, if that's selling great, we just need more eyes on it. However, my, my interest and my desire for this program was and, and, and is to make it something that A, is available all the time, B, that sells all the time so that C, I only have to launch fearless launching once a year. Now I may decide that I love fearless launching so much. I don't know why I said I was going to like only do it once a year. Honestly, I'm having that that kind of problem right now. I'm like, why did I say I was only going to do it once? Maybe I want to do it again. Maybe I want to do it in November or whatever. I, those things change and those things will fluctuate as time goes on. And I may or may not do that, but the point is I don't want to have to do it. So it'll, it would be much more awesome <laughs> if I could say, you know what? I do want to do fearless launching again, but I don't actually need to. So let's just decide what has to be done. Then I can actually just look at the work to be accomplished. Can I gather the troops again with enough kind of lead time to make that happen? I I like making my decisions based on, you know, the workload, you know, and, and deciding on schedule based on that. And so that it fits with my work rhythms as well. And that's my desire for, for the launch walkthrough is to create, and I'm actually, you don't even know, I mean, in addition to the sample sequence, I have so many changes and so many additions I want to make just to that one course. And it's a, it's a very self-paced standalone, um, if even if you're just a beginner, you won't you won't it won't go too far above above your your head and and it's not an intro to fearless launching, but it but it basically it just tells you what to do. <laughs> it doesn't give you doesn't give you much uh, additional beyond that, but it does tell you what to do and why. So um, so I just thought, you know what? I think that's a perfect launch quick start type of course. I want to have this up there. I want to have this available so that when people then, when fearless launching does come around, they are ready for it, that they're actually prepared for it. They kind of understand the process already and they're just looking to refine the process. Um, so they're looking to refine how they approach launching. And it's interesting because that's kind of where people join me is either they're super beginner or they're refining what they've already been doing. They're just trying to make make something a little bit more systemized and something a little bit more, th- something they do over and over again so that they're not just kind of like running around frantically trying to get a webinar landing page together. They're They're already prepared. They know all the steps. They're like, you know more confident in the process and that they're not missing things and they're able to be more creative. So, I mean, I don't, this is not a conversation about fearless launching versus launch walkthrough, but I just wanted to let you know that that's my why is that I, I do want more of those revenue streams in my business that are, first of all, launch walkthrough is super fun because I like playing with Facebook ads. I like tweaking things. I like adding new content. I like things that are easy and I want to make launch walkthrough the easy, the easy button for me. So in order to do that though, it means that I have to kind of make some decisions. And I, I did go back in, I did do some updates to the actual sample content and 
I increased the number of calls to action, which was a very uncomfortable thing. And if you're not used to selling and you selling kind of makes you feel a little bit woozy, then you will know what I mean. You know, telling people, you know, like I felt like I had to wait till like the very end to start making the sale. And I realized I'm like, no, don't wait, don't wait. Um, you know, like to ask for the sale. And that's something that I, that I personally struggle with. So anyway, so I just wanted to share some of the, so the, the sample was updated and the Facebook ads are deployed, have been deployed. And we're only a couple weeks into that. And so I only have very preliminary results, but (laughs) what I can tell you is that my recent timed offer with a with an incentive and a deadline have already outperformed the the hot I mean and actually both data sets are completely different i mean not completely different but they're really small so the small number of people that received the direct offer had a way higher conversion than the small number of people that have so far come into the new version of the sample um and what that means is to me is that I need that deadline, you know, so I'm going to look for more ways to add that. For now though, I am waiting to see like, you know, kind of to finish both of those out and to see what type, if I can make any assumptions based on both of those, the results that I have. So I'm going to give it a little bit more time and you know, but the initial results are showing that people are definitely interested in the sample. They sign up for it easily. They open all the emails. They click when there are links. They don't unsubscribe during the sample, which is great because, you know, I've had sequences before where you can see the email that people clicked opt out. And anyways, most end up though, (laughs) as much as they're you know, going through the sequence and loving the sequence and emailing me what they're doing, most are ending up not buying unless there's some sort of deadline. That's what I'm, that's my, that's my conclusion from this so far. And like I said, I was doing this other thing, um, this other more direct offer to another small group of people on the side. And the conversion is already just like 5% higher. Um, and that's actually a lot for me, like when I, when I think about conversion rates, because generally people, you know, even big, big names and stuff like one, one to 3% of the people who go to your page are going to turn into customers. And that means you've got to hit a lot of eyes. And so if my, if my sample or if my launch walkthrough program, that offer is performing at five, five or 6%, I'm happy. I mean, of course I want 10%, but you know, a woman can't have everything she wants all the time. Um, so what is likely going to happen? And this is, this is where I want to kind of give you the insight into what I do now when I like look at these things. Do I just leave it? Do I still send ad traffic to it? Do I spend money getting ad ads there? And and here are some of the questions that I've been asking, you know, related to this. Some of it's actually come up in the Facebook group for Fearless Launching too. Um, one of those is um, how much content is too much free content? Um, and that question actually made me think of the actual sample itself. 
I'm like, wow, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, it definitely made me think maybe I should be delivering something right away, like, like a PDF with the first five days in it. And then that series of emails <laughs> isn't there to kind of bog people down. And, um, you know, full disclosure, I recorded this before and I didn't want to forget this analogy, but it's like me when I'm in Nordstrom or any big department store or in the mall or whatever. If I'm in a store too long, I put back whatever's in my hands. So maybe people are in the store too long. So I don't know, like that might be one of the things that I think about and I change. I mean, you can, you, and this is hopefully what you're going to get from this is that it, when you go to the, the blog post, sign up for the sample yourself, if you ever want to see where it is now, you know, like maybe in a couple months, like sign up for it now, maybe in a couple months, sign up for it and see if anything has changed. Of course, I'm going to come back and give you the updates. So you don't really have to do that. You could sign up for it once and then I'll tell you what's happened. Um, and then in addition, like, so basically is it too long? And are people basically talking themselves out of why they don't need it? Should I deliver the thing, whatever that thing is, faster instead of over time? That, that is kind of what I'm saying. Or, you know, I, I look at some other sequences that are running that are working really well for people like John Lee Dumas uh, over at EO Fire, entrepreneurandfire.com. He has the free free webinar course free podcast course and i think the i think there's also the fire path there's like a free course for that as well and those are running pretty well i'm pretty sure because they keep doing them <laughs> so i would even check out those to see what changes there and because i'm keeping an eye on those myself because like i said the amount of data like how much data do you need to make that determination and I already know that they've got more data than me. You know, they've got more people on their list. They've got more people in their audience. So I'm looking there because they've got the budget already. They've got the people. So look to who has more data, maybe someone who's doing something you want to do and kind of see what changes and grows over time in their marketing efforts. Um, of course, a major question is, do I need a hard deadline for people to make their decision to buy? Do I need that deadline? Because if I do, then I need to kind of rethink how I'm doing the whole sample and perhaps go back to something that I used when I was doing a very specific timed promotion. Maybe something that mimics that a little bit, but only happens maybe like once a month or once every couple of weeks I run it. and But that's not going to be automated. Um, and am I okay with that? It'll have to be, somebody will have to be on it to basically tag people and start them on the, whatever, the launch sequence, which that's a whole other thing. But like in my Infusionsoft, in the campaigns area, I have the campaign that's running now for the sample. I also have another campaign, which you can sign up for. I think it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could sign up for this now because I just set this up. Um, if you, this will be great because this is kind of a test. Um, if you have a mobile phone, you can text, text this number, three three four 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 two threes three fours three three four four four. And then text the words, I don't know if it's, 
Yeah, I don't know if it's um, case sensitive, but text all uppercase ship it S H I P I T, and you'll get the campaign sequence um, cheat sheet that I told you about. And you'll also get put into the more evergreen sequence, which is a totally different new test that I'll be running. So mama's running all sorts of tests all over here, but I wanted to keep that different. Um, And basically what that sequence is, so the two different campaigns, one, the calls to action are for a limited time bonus. However, there's no actual date associated with that yet. With the evergreen sample, they get you you would get a week in the sample with limited maybe not even any calls to action during those 5 days and then the next week you would start in what I call my launch sequence. So I would tag everybody who comes in during that period of time and then activate that campaign for you during the following week. So if you want to see what that is, definitely text the words ship it to 33444. And this is something new that I set up in lead pages. So I'd love it if you would check it out. Um, so what else, what else am I asking myself? Um, can I have multiple opt-ins? Like this brings up the point of, can I have multiple opt-ins? Do I need to extend the sequence so that it's more like John, John and Gates sequences? Um, and how many people, this, is, this goes back to it, like regardless of all this stuff, how many people do I need in my funnel in order to determine when there's a winning method? And I think you need a lot. You can't just kind of send it to 10 people and think your test is done. You can't get... 20 people or even 40 people. Maybe it's more like 500 or a thousand. So then what this, what I want to encourage you to do, and this is, I'm at the question stage, but I'm nearly finished with that. I'm nearly finished kind of questioning all of the possible things that I need to question. And now I need to kind of create this method of improvement where I'm going to prioritize the, the questions that I'm going to answer and how I'm going to answer them. And this is the, the main thing for improvements that you make to whatever's on your site. Make small improvements. If you're opt-in, no one's signing up for it, don't change the opt-in itself. Maybe there's something about the opt-in form that's weird. Maybe it's something on the landing page that looks bizarre. Maybe the form doesn't work. Maybe the button color is weird and people hate it and just don't even want to look at it. Maybe your page isn't mobile responsive. Look at various small things and once you get enough eyes, and if you set up Google Analytics, if you don't know how to set up a Google goal, I'm going to also put them a note in here to send you to lizlocker.com, but check her out. She has all the goods on, on Google Analytics and how to handle that. But watch to see how many people are actually landing on the page and how many people are actually turning into subscribers. And once you do that, then you can start kind of realizing, well, maybe my... Usually it's not the content itself at all because they're not even getting there. It's the marketing. So... Anyways, I I encourage you to start, first of all, asking questions, prioritize those questions, 
And then once the questions are prioritized, that's when you get to look at each question and ask, what are some different ways I could find this out? And then that will give you your task list for improving. And I would just say improve over time. Improve, make small improvements so you can see what works and what doesn't. Don't just, I mean, I know throwing everything at it is also another way to do it, but you're not going to know what was that tipping point. What was that needle? What pushed the needle? And so anyway, so that's what I think you should do. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this inside look at a test that I'm running. I will definitely check back with you all in a couple months when, or maybe sooner if I find something out sooner about this Facebook ads, the sample, uh, turning things evergreen, using free courses. I will definitely give you my lowdown as, uh, as I get it. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I will speak to you next week. And in the meantime, definitely head over to ansomorelove.com and definitely download your own sam- how to create a sample campaign cheat sheet. Um, it'll be in the show notes. It'll be on that blog post all about creating a sample that'll give you some inspiration. And I am so excited to see what you create. Have a great week. And again, thanks for listening to the Fearless Launching Show.